Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz Video Recap. Today is Friday, March 3rd, and this is the search news we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable at scroundtable.com over the past week. Lots to discuss. Google product reviews still rolling out. A lot of volatility this week. Discuss that. Bing AI chat up, made major updates this week. Google Bard and AI stuff to talk about this week as well, and the Google and a lot of stuff on Google Ads. So definitely stay tuned. Make sure to subscribe and like the video, and definitely comment. I appreciate your stuff. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, so thank you, Bruce Clay. Bruce Clay is one of the founding fathers of the SEO space, doing search marketing optimizations since before even me, well before me. Um, he's been doing it since 1996. Bruce Clay is big into SEO training, so check them out at seotraining.com and also learn more about them at bruceclay.com. Thank you, Bruce, for sponsoring, and thanks for being so important and fundamental and instrumental and a foundation of the SEO industry for so many years. We do appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, we have a lot to discuss. Just apologize for my voice. A little bit sick this week. Uh, pretty bad cold. Wasn't anything else. Wasn't flu. Wasn't COVID. Um, but it was. I felt worse to me than when I had COVID. So, but I'm on the mend and I'm feeling a lot better. But a little bit congested, so I apologize in advance. Product reviews. So we had two big swings this week around. Google's search ranking algorithms um, and their, the volatility of the search ranking space. It was around this past weekend, around February 25th, we saw the ranking tools have massive swings. Even SEMrush, which should never, never, ever shows massive swings these days, is showing massive swings. Rank Ranger, you name it, they all showed pretty massive swings. And we also saw a lot of chatter within the SEO industry, including Glenn Glabe, showing sites that got hit by the product reviews, then recovered, and, or vice versa. Also, we saw some massive swings again um, on March 1st, so I think around Wednesday or so of this week. Um, this was even bigger than the weekend uh, swings we saw with Google. A lot, a lot of chatter. Uh, a lot of people saying their product reviews latest like got hit. And then Rank, um, sorry, in SEMrush, it was even higher. It was even higher than it was before. Rank Ranger showed about the same levels. A lot of tools show significant spikes on the 1st of March. So, that seems to be product reviews related. Again, Glenn Gabe said, show some examples of sites getting hit by the product reviews update then recovering or vice versa on that date as well. So it does look to be product reviews related, but it does seem that the product reviews update was a little bit more widespread than a typical product reviews update, although now it's more for more languages, so it makes sense. Um, but did sites that got hit by other things, maybe not product reviews got hit also. Maybe there's something else that was released. We don't know. But there was definitely some swings on February 25th and March 1st around this product reviews update. Also, I posted the big Google Webmaster report for March 2023. If you missed the past month or you want to catch up on something you may have missed over the past month, I definitely recommend it. I posted it on March uh, 2nd, March 2nd at seroundtable.com where I cover all the most important things that helped it over the past month at Google. So definitely check that out. It's the Google Webmaster report, which I post monthly. Let's move on to the Bing AI chat uh, segment where Bing um, released a bunch of new features. One was that you can now set the tone or the personality, um, Bing chat uh, responses to either precise, balanced, or creative. This was supposed to launch earlier, but then it got a little bit delayed. But again, it's now it's fully live, I believe. Now, if you go to Bing AI chat, if you are part of the beta, you can actually set the tone from creative, balanced, or precise, which is pretty cool. Also, with that release, Bing released a bunch of other features, including new daily limits of 100, SERP queries no longer counting to the chat limit, edge bar, sidebar limits are fixed. Um, and they added this new tagging system, which makes it easier and more significant and better in terms of how Bing responds to different things. They also released a bunch of new beta invites. So if you're on the wait list, you may have been invited. Um, 
somebody asked if Bing is Bing chat or Bing or searches are being used more, and people said that people are actually searching in Bing chat more than they are doing chats. I did some examples of how Bing responds to the same question using in the three modes. So how Bing will respond with creative, balanced, or precise responses. They're all slightly different, but all the same answer kind of. So it's pretty cool to see. Also this week, Bing Chat released version 9.6 of the Bing Chat, which according to the CEO of Bing, it significantly reduces, uh, a significant reduction in cases where Bing refuses to reply for no apparent reason and reductions of instances of hallucinations in answers. This is something that people were complaining about for a while. So supposedly this made a big improvement to the Bing Chat feature. It's just fascinating to watch how fast Bing is changing. Fabrice Cannell was at PubCon this week um, and in his keynote, he basically hinted or showed drops of Bing Webmaster Tools adding two features. One is uh, in the performance report to say which traffic came from Bing Chat versus which traffic came from Bing Search. That's not live yet, but it's coming. So there's going to be integration with Bing Chat and Webmaster Tools, which is great. Also, that Bing is releasing a new index coverage report in the Bing Webmaster Tools, similar to what the Google has. Um, supposedly it's not fully live, it's live for some big, big sites. I do not see it on any of my sites, but I suspect it's live for certain massive sites. I'll have to see the index coverage, so that's pretty cool. Also, Bing is testing what seems to be like a Bing chat experience in the web search results where Bing is giving you an answers box that looks like a chat box, where it's basically showing you this answer is summarized from X sources and from the web. And it basically gives you this long-winded answer with citations. Um, this is spotted both by Brody Clark and by Citizens Kimi. So thank you so much for spotting that. And then Gary um, Ish from Google was on stage also at PubCon. He spoke a lot. We'll go into what he spoke about. One thing he said that Google has its own way, will have its own way of sending traffic to publishers through Google Bard and Google Chat. This is not live yet. We don't know how Google Bard and Chat will work. We saw some tease of it weeks and weeks ago. We expected it to be live by now, but it's not. But Gary dropped a hint basically saying, so through a number of tweets, that this is coverage of something that Gary said through tweets. Just keep that in mind. And Jennifer Slag said, Bing Chat has one way of funneling traffic to sources. Google might have another way. But they want to keep the status quo of sending traffic to publishers. Again, this is um, Gary's own personal opinions. Um, that's what he wanted to clarify. Also, John Mueller spoke a little bit about using chat GPT to rewrite your content. It's a pretty interesting conversation back and forth with um, an SEO. And John's basically like, why do you need to rewrite your content? Um, basically saying, you know, if you need to rewrite your content, maybe you know, if your content quality is not good, why are, you, why are you even bothering? So basically, if you should look at this chat, it's pretty interesting to see. John's not saying yes or no to writing, rewriting your content using chat GPT. He's basically saying, think about why you're doing it if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, like maybe not just to pick up on spelling mistakes or not to make your content better, but just basically to go ahead and take low quality content and try to improve the low quality content by just throwing in there and trying to like get something better out of it is not the way to go. You should really look to use ChatGPT to get ideas from it so that you could actually improve the content that you write, um, which is interesting. Again, Google has their stance on, on AI and they're basically saying it's fine. Um, so just keep that in mind. Gary was also on stage talking about other things, and he just dropped some things that he talked about. He talked about authorship, links, and disavows, all saying that they're more important than SEOs think they are. Basically, on, on authorship, he basically said um, Google does not really care so much about authorship. Basically, it's whatever you think they Google cares about on that topic, it's not, they don't, they don't care that much. He also said Again, I'm just, I'm, these are quotes from quotes, so just keep that in mind. They're tweets of what Gary said from a conference that I was not at. 
Also, he said that links are a lot less important than what SEOs think. Um, again, that's something we covered before, so that's not surprising. And then he said disavows, again, something we covered before, that most SEOs use disavows and they're hurting themselves doing so. Um, and that's, he repeated that message again at this event. John Mueller spoke a little bit about the last mod tag in XML sitemaps. Again, Bing announced around their features that last mod is very, very important for sitemaps um, and that you have to make sure to put the right date in the last mod. Um, but most people don't. And John Mueller basically said the same. Not that it's more, that's that it's so important for Google, but the last mod is often misused and you should really only update that when the content is significantly updated. So yeah, they're kind of on the same page there. Gary also dropped a hint around the helpful content update, um, which was kind of like, could be taken either way. One tweet said, Ryan Jones responded with one message, basically saying what Gary said. He said that Gary said, you can't always get back from a helpful content update. It may be the case that you were ranked ranking based on something that Google has now decided is a thing they don't value anymore. So you can't always recover sometimes. And then uh, Kanishi um, said, you may recover from a, a helpful content update, but the timing is unclear. So maybe he said both. Um, basically said, you can't always, you may sometimes. It's kind of the same message. Um, just keep that in mind. Again, didn't really say much there, but it was interesting to hear the multiple takes on a single message. John Mueller said, it's an SEO myth to think that you will go ahead and hoard your links and your page rank by using nofollow. He said, using nofollow will not help you hoard your links and your link signals and your page rank. That's a myth. Um, just like not saying that, you know, there's all these theories around page rank sculpting and siloing. Um, specifically using nofollow, it's a myth that you can go ahead and do that, he said. Google said, um, when you go ahead and move from a temporary dom uh, domain to another, let's say you're moving from www.domain.com to temporary.domain.com and then three months later you have to move back to the www.domain.com. He's like, use 301s, not 302s. If you have to do it, use 301s. Honestly, that's an SEO nightmare in my opinion to do that, to move from one place for a few months and then go, go to another place. But if you, John Blue said, if you have to do it, use 301s, don't use 302s. Um, Google is testing blocking news from Canadian searchers. This is going to go on for the past week or so. Um, Google confirmed this test, basically saying 4% of Canadian users um, will see this, where they're briefly testing potential product responses to the bill C-18 that impacts very small percentage of Canadians. Basically, that bill basically is talking about how Google may have to pay for links and so forth. Um, this happened in Australia in 2021, kind of in Spain also. Uh, Brian actually showed some examples of this. I'm not sure if these are legit examples, but Google was definitely removing some stuff from the Canadian search results. This is interesting. So this is not new, but supposedly I thought it was new, but Bing, if you do some searches for medical content in Bing search, like do for headache or I don't know, foot pain or whatever, Bing is gonna go ahead and show you a LinkedIn response, basically saying, here's the answer that we give you. And this answer for medical questions was, content was medically reviewed by a specific doctor. And it will link to the LinkedIn profile of that doctor. Very, very interesting. And that was a nice spot by Shameth, Shamim. Google Ads is testing a new design workflow. It's being a limited test for a limited number of users, but they announced it late last night where they're testing either a single level menu bar or a two level menu bar, all with the aim of get, you know, helping you navigate to the place you want to navigate to in Google, in the Google Ads console faster. There's also a reorganized interface where you, it's broken down into goals as well as audience keywords and content. And there's a whole new refresh look with the new uh, branded Google Sans font, um, larger sizes for friendlier feel and improvability. So um, I think a lot of people might like this new interface. Of course, people don't like change, but it is what it is. 
Google Ads has also updated some policies that are coming out in the near future. Uh, one around the, the malicious software compromised sites, unwanted software, as well as some financial changes around uh, financial projects such as cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. So definitely take a look at that if you're in that business. I posted about that yesterday, March 2nd. And Google Ads also launched a bunch of new features, um, one around creating ads will automatically um, create assets based on your inputs, such as assets and keywords in ad groups and landing pages. Um, this is part of a bigger update to improve uh, for improvements we'll roll out in the coming weeks, Google said. This will help you um, do such as ad strength, automatically create assets, um, as well as improve, uh, you will be able to remove any automatically created assets you prefer to not include in this stuff. So definitely look at this stuff because Google's going to be doing more automation with your ads in the future. Um, and also Google said they're going to go ahead and remove the ability to do um, some location targeted settings. Specifically, in March, the search interest targeting and the presence or in, pre, uh, presence or interest exclusions will no longer be available in Google Ads. So keep that in mind. Those things are going away. And that pretty much recaps the search bugs. We'll be recapping again. My name is Barry Schwartz. This is the search news we covered over the search and roundtable at roundtable.com over the past week. Everyone have a great, safe, healthy weekend. Thanks again to Bruce for sponsoring. Deeply appreciate it. Be safe, be well, and I'll speak to you guys next. Goodbye.